0: Chapter 6 of The Gold of Fernie Lee This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Gold of Herne Lee by Andrew Lang. Chapter 6 The Wishing Well. Jean, said Randall one midsummer morning, I'm going to the Wishing Well oh randall said jean it's so far away i can walk it said randall and you must come too i want you jeanie it's not very far but mother says it's wrong to go to wishing wells jean answered why is it wrong said randall switching at the tall foxgloves with a stick oh she says it's a wicked thing and forbidden by the church people who go to wish there sacrifice to the spirits of the well and Father Francis told her it was very wrong. Father Francis is a shaveling, said Randall. I heard Simon Graves say so. What's a shaveling, Randall? I don't know. A man that does not fight, I think. I don't care what a shaveling says. So I mean just to go and wish, and I won't sacrifice anything. There can't be any harm in that. But, oh, Randall, you've got your green doublet on well why not do you not know it angers the fair i mean the good folk that any one should wear green on the hill but themselves i cannot help it said randall if i go in and change my doublet they will ask what i do that for i'll chance it green or grey and wish my wish for all that and what are you going to wish i'm going to wish to meet the fairy queen just think how beautiful she must be dressed all in green with gold bells on her bridle and riding a white horse shod with gold i think i see her galloping through the woods and out across the hill over the heather but you will go away with her and never see me any more said jean no i won't or if i do i'll come back with such a horse and a sword with a gold handle i'm going to the wishing well come on jean did not like to say no and off they went randall and jean started without taking anything with them to eat they were afraid to go back to the house for food randall said they would be sure to find something somewhere the wishing well was on the top of a hill between yarrow and tweed so they took off their shoes and waded the tweed at the shallowest part, and then they walked up the green grassy bank on the other side till they came to the burn of Peel. Here they passed the old square tower of Peel, and the shepherd dogs came out and barked at them. Randall threw a stone at them, and they ran away with their tails between their legs. Don't you think we had better go into Peel and get some bannocks to eat on the way? Randall said jean but Randall said he was not hungry and besides the people at peel would tell the ferny lee people where they had gone we'll wish for things to eat when we get to the wishing well said Randall. all sorts of good things cold venice and pasty and everything you like so they began climbing the hill and they followed the peel burn it ran in and out winding this way and that and when they did get to the top of the hill jean was very tired and very hungry and she was very disappointed for she expected to see some wonderful new country at her feet and there was only a low strip of sunburnt grass and heather and then another hilltop so jean sat down and the hot sun blazed on her and the flies buzzed about her and tormented her come on jean said randall it must be over the next hill so poor jean got up and followed him but he walked far too fast for her when she reached the crest of the next hill she found a great cairn or pile of grey stones and beneath her lay far far below a deep valley covered with woods and a stream running through it that she had never seen before that stream was the yarrow randall was nowhere in sight and she did not know where to look for the wishing well if she had walked straight forward through the trees she would have come to it but she was so tired and so hungry and so hot that she sat down at the foot of the cairn and cried as if her heart would break then she fell asleep when jean woke it was as dark as it ever is on a midsummer night in scotland it was a soft cloudy night not a clear night with a silver sky jeanie heard a loud roaring close to her and the red light of a great fire was in her sleepy eyes in the firelight she saw strange black beasts with horns plunging and leaping and bellowing and dark figures rushing around the flames It was the beasts that made the roaring. They were bounding about close to the fire, and sometimes in it, and were all mixed in the smoke. Jeanie was dreadfully frightened, too frightened to scream. Presently she heard the voices of men shouting on the hill below her. The shouts and the barking of dogs came nearer and nearer. Then a dog ran up to her and licked her face, and jumped about her. It was her own sheepdog, Yarrow. He ran back to the men who were following him, and came again with one of them. It was Old Simon Grieve, very tired and so much out of breath that he could scarcely speak. Jean was very glad to see him and not frightened any longer. Oh, Jeanie, ma do," said Simon. "Where have ye been? A muckle grief ye us." and a weary spiel up the weary breeze jean told him all about it how she had come with randall to see the wishing well and how she had lost him and fallen asleep and sic a nick for you bairns to wander on the hill said simon it's the nick to st john when the geet folk he power and there's a the lads burnin the bell-fires and drivin the nout through them nay less will serve them sickenict this was the cause of the fire jean saw and of the noise of the cattle on midsummer's night the country folk used to light these fires and drive the cattle through them it was an old old custom come down from heathen times now the other men from Ferny Lee had gathered round jean Lady Kerr had sent them out to look for Randall and her on the hills. They had heard from the Good Wife at Peel that the children had got up the burn, and Yarrow had tracked them till Jean was found. End of chapter Six: Recording by John Brandon.